listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Rachel. Today is a trivia challenge. It's been a little bit. I know. I love these. These are so yes, fun. they're my favorite. Yeah, they make me happy too. They make me feel like I don't know anything and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to make them easier. Kidding. <laughs> and this one is very seasonally appropriate. So, Rachel. It really is. What are you quizzing us about today? We are going to talk about Valentine's Day today. Yes. Of course, this year, Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday fall on the same Wednesday. So we had to make an executive decision. But since mm -hmm. we have already talked extensively about Lent and Ash Wednesday in previous trivia, I yes. thought we'd go with the unexplored option. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we are talking about St. Valentine's Day today. Oh, boy. And, uh, you know, this is a holiday that people either love or hate or don't care about. <laughs> it's really only three options. Yeah. Very, but this is also a divisive mm -hmm. shot. D divisive, yes. Mm -hmm. A divisive question. And we'll get to that a little bit later in the episode as well. All right. But I think for the moment, we should just jump right in. First question in your Valentine's Day trivia challenge. Number one, was St. Valentine real? Yes, yes, true. Yeah, actually, mm -hmm. we have discovered at least one tomb. <laughs> at least one. Wait, Saint Valentine. There's more than one Saint family. Question number two: How many Saint Valentines were there? <laughs> Wait, two, three? I say two. Gotta uh, pick your own answer. <laughs> Don't copy me. <laughs> Four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. The answer is at least one, probably oh. two, possibly three or more. Mm. There were actually numerous Christian martyrs named Valentine. The name Valentine was derived from the Latin word valens, which means worthy, strong, or po mm. powerful. And it was really popular. It was like the Jaden of the late antiquity mm. era. Yeah. And so we honor, well, according to Catholic Online, we are honoring Valentine of Rome, however, mm -hmm. may also be honoring Valentine of Terni, mm -hmm. both of whom were buried on the Via Flamonia in Rome. But there may also be a third one mentioned in the martyrologies under the February 14th date, who was martyred in Africa with a number of companions and nothing more is known mm. about him. Interesting. However, there are... 11 or so other saints with the name Valentine commemorated in the Catholic Church that are not mm -hmm. celebrated on Valentine's Day, and some Eastern churches of the Western Rite may provide still other different lists of Valentines. So the answer is at least one. Okay. Ooh, then I need to ask my sister-in-law, because they're Western Rite Orthodox. I'm mm -hmm. curious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ask them about their St. Valentines. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But if you said two, you're right. If you said three, you're Right. If you said more than three, if you said four, you're probably right. As long as we have an answer greater than or equal to one, <laughs> we are in the zone. Okay. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> question three, because question two makes me mildly uncomfortable. <laughs> what does St. Valentine or St. Valentine's have to do with romance? I feel like I should know this. It, Hallmark. Hallmark has made it romantic, <laughs> but it didn't start out romantic, right? I mean, Valentine's a martyr. Did he have 
Was, was there matchmaking he, going on? I don't know. Aaron's got this one. I, it's because he like signed a card. Like the legend says he signed a card from your Valentine. But I don't think there. from what I know, the legend wasn't originally that that was a romantic card. It was just a, a note he was writing to. Yeah. Friend. The earliest accounts we have of and I'm going to go with Valentine of Rome here since this is the one that is most mm most widely recognized is simply that he stood up for his faith and was martyred for it. I mean, now martyrs had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thus much we can say with, with a a fair amount of certainty. There are, of course, whenever we're talking about early church martyrs and saints, there are legends that have risen up. One legend says that while discussing religion and faith with his judge, Valentine pledged the validity of Jesus and the judge presented his blind daughter and said, oh, if Jesus is really God, restore her sight. And he did. Oh. At which point the judge converted along with his 44 member household. And, you know, great story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was arrested again later, commanded to be put to death. I'm going to save one of the legends for later on because you're going to I can't spoil it at this point. <laughs> yeah, he may have been martyred February 14th, 269 or 270 or 273 or 280. Mm. You know, the details are a little sketchy, but the I simple like- truth is we have a brother in Christ who stood up for his faith mm-hmm. and died for it. Where all the romantic stuff came from, well, that remains to be seen. Question number four. So where does all the romantic stuff come from? Now, apparently i have no idea <laughs> i know apparently i had no idea too i learned a lot for this episode oh okay so since we don't know we're gonna play a game you've ever played yes. two truths and a lie okay yeah, yeah. we're gonna play two lies and a truth oh, okay <laughs> i'm gonna give you three scenarios for oh, yes. when the lovey-dovey side of Valentine's Day arose. Yes. Oh, okay. And you're going to pick which one is the actual truth. Okay. 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 So, option one. This goes all the way back to fairly early in the accounts of Valentine, martyr in the Roman Empire. Part of the legend of Valentine involved him giving dowries to young women who otherwise would have been sold to a brothel. Mm-hmm. Right? That's option one. Mm-hmm. Sounds believable. Option two. This early medieval era, early medieval hagiographies, think Venerable Bede and the like, related the story of how St. Valentine fell in love with his jailer's daughter, whom he healed from blindness. But their star-crossed love was not meant to be. And on the day of his execution, he slipped her a note, signed your Valentine. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Sounds like a movie. And then finally, option number three, late in the medieval era. Several poets obsessed with ideas of courtly love found romance in the day simply because of what time of year it was, early spring, when the birds were choosing their mates. Two of these are false. One of them is true. Which one is the explanation? The first one. It may be, I don't know. I'm going to go with the second one just because it has the aspect of the from your valentine that I I know I've heard before. Hmm. So I'm going to go with answer B. And Sarah's going with answer A. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got you. It was C. <laughs> okay, so in, in every good lie, there is an element of truth. There is a story, Sarah, of an early church 
martyr giving dowries to young women who would otherwise have been forced into a life of ill repute. But that story is associated with St. Nicholas. Oh, oh Saint Nick. that's why. Um, although it's way more romantic than any of the Valentine's stories. Yes, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> there is a legend about a note signed your Valentine, but there was no romance there. He was a bishop. Yeah, yeah. And okay. it was a different character that was healed from blindness. Mm-hmm. The actual thing is, the actual likely story is that it was simply the time of year, Fe- mm-hmm. February fourteenth. In most of Europe is very early spring and all those baby birds that are going to be born in March and April, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So we can actually thank, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Jeffrey Chaucer. Oh. For Valentine's Day. Oh. Wow. He. <laughs> this is very surprising. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and yet also believable. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So one of his one of his lesser known poems, we all read the Canterbury Tales, presumably <laughs> one of his lesser known poems from the late uh, mid to late 14th century is called A Parliament of Fowls, which is a 700 line poem that imagines a gathering of birds. And it was a, a poem that honored the first anniversary of the engagement of the 15 year old King Richard II of England to 15 year old Anne of Bohemia. Isn't oh, it romantic? So mm-hmm. romantic. So he wrote, and I want to, oh, in honor of all my English professors, I want to read this in Middle English. So I will. Apologies. (laughs) And then I'll translate. I love this. For this was on St. Valentine's Day, when every foal cometh there to chase his make. Of every kinder that mana think am I, and that so huge a noise again they make. For this was on St. Valentine's Day when every bird comes there to choose his match of every kind that men may think of. And that's so huge a noise they began to make. Mm. So, yes, the late medieval era, they were really into this whole courtly love thing. It Uh wasn't necessarily a marital love kind of thing. Think more, I don't know, flirtation on a grand scale. Uh That explains a lot about our current traditions, though. Yes, it does. And so Uh it was just a convenient thing that St. Valentine's Day was at this moment in spring when you could see the birds getting really twitterpated for one Mm -hmm. another. And then that became a a poetic analogy for human infatuation. Huh. I know. Really. (laughs) But from there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Chaucer. We love you so much. Appreciate it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. For there, things kind of just went crazy. And within just a few years, and we don't know whether Chaucer invented this idea or whether he was just sort of playing on a trendy, you know, a notion at the time. But Mm -hmm. by 1400, Valentine's Day was pretty firmly established as an annual day for romance. Mm -hmm. The earliest description of February 14th as a celebration appears in the Charter of the Court of Love in 1400 which describes the lavish activities to be attended by several members of the royal court, including a feast, amorous song, and poetry competitions. Wow. And jousting and dancing. (laughs) Every feast needs jousting. Mm. Yes. (laughs) So then later on, by the time Shakespeare came along, the Valentine's Day as a romantic celebration holiday was there. So in Mm. which, question five, in which Shakespeare play does Valentine's Day, the romantic holiday, make an appearance? It's not one of the obscure ones. Hamlet. 
ding, 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 ding. Really? Wow. Yeah, really. Huh, I was going for a comedy. No, nah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so Ophelia goes a little crazy, remember? Yes. Ah. And she mentions St. Valentine's Day ruefully in one of her one huh. of her speeches. She says, Tomorrow is St. Valentine's Day, all in the morning betime, and I am made at your window to be your Valentine. Then up he rose and donned his clothes and ducked the chamber door, let in the maid that out a mate never departed more. Yeah. Okay. So Valentine's Day is starting to be a thing okay. in the Western world, especially in England. By 1787, a couple mm-hmm. hundred years later, the practice of sending Valentine's messages and of having someone designated as your Valentine was definitely in full swing. That okay. is when an adorable little book called The Gentleman's Valentine Writer was published to help men craft the perfect Valentine's Day oh. message to their sweetheart. I We're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link to the PDF of this in the show notes. It is priceless. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you an example of one from a farmer to his last, but Ooh. other examples are custom tailored for grocers, engravers, valets, bakers, coachmen, chimney sweeps. There's like one for everybody. The chimney sweep one is hilarious. It's by Smut the Chimney Sweep. <laughs> what (laughs) it's great you can have a perfect valentine for you okay so we're gonna play a game here as well Uh uh-huh i'm going to read this poem the farmer to his sweetheart and i want you to see if you can guess the missing last word in several lines of this rhyming valentine it rhymes so you have a chance okay (laughs) have a chance (laughs) all right so i will start reading and when i stop you fill in the blank okay okay my dearest girl, I don't know how, but I can never plow nor. Dearest girl. Okay, I'll give you this pearl. one. It was a trick question. What did you say? I said pearl. No, this was a this was a, a joke in poor taste about the great vowel shift. <laughs> <laughs> he rhymes how and so. <laughs> My dearest girl, I don't know how, but I can never plow nor. So why not switch those? Never sow yeah. nor plow, but yeah. okay. I okay. was thinking so, but it is a rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they both <laughs> end in O-W. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll keep going. My dearest girl, I don't know how, but I can never plow nor sow. For thinking of your matchless charms and wish I held them in my arms. arms. Yes. So sweet, so lovely you appear. That you I dote on, I declare, and hope you shortly will be mine, as you are now my Valentine. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's adorable. Isn't it? You know what's <laughs> even more adorable? Each little poem has a reply. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so here is the lady's reply to the farmer. Good farmer Jolt, I'm not a colt to be broken by words of thine. So you may go. Gee up, gee ho, you shall not be my Valentine. Wow! Rejected! (laughs) He's going to have to try a little harder. (laughs) Nice try, farmer. I'm not a cult. (laughs) Not a cult that you can break with your words. Hmm. Wow! (laughs) Yeah, I had fun with the... Next writing challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Valentine rejection poems. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so Valentine Mania is on the rise. We've got, so far, we've got romance, we've got cards, and it hit the big time in the Victorian era mm. when the industrial era allowed for the mass production of factory-made Valentines. Mm. <sighs> There was one other innovation of the time that led to a rapid expansion of Valentine's Day observance in the UK. I'm going to give you three choices again. So this is a multiple choice question. What was it? What innovation really led to a rapid expansion of Valentine's Day? I want to make a guess before. Oh, bonus points. Get it. I want to make a guess Mm -hmm. that is the stamp. (gasps) Oh! Are you right? Stop yes! it! What just happened? Aaron broke the game. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, it was the stamp. My other possible answers, it was, the answer was postage stamps, which made postage cheaper. Other answers were corn syrup, which made chocolates cheaper, and glass greenhouses, which made roses cheaper. But you're right. It was the invention of the stamp. Aaron wins automatically. Oh, my goodness. That's impressive. (laughs) Wait, how did you know that? I I feel like because the stamp during Victorian times has Mm -hmm. featured in many uh, a novel Ah. as like uh, as a plot twist of some sort. Like there's anyway. So it was a big thing then. And yeah. Had been an innovation, so I thought, ah, uh, mailing the Valentine cards. Yes. yes. Maybe that is Brilliant. it. Read your books, ladies. You find yeah, out stuff. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so a little, a little, a, a few numbers to show how this had a profound effect. In 1835, yeah. 60,000 Valentine cards were sent by post in the UK. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. After 1840, uh, a year after the postage stamp was rolled out, 400,000 Valentines were sent. Wow. That is Mm -hmm. a significant jump. Significant. The income that has come in with that, too, because all those people buying stamps. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, there's big money in Valentine's Day. The government was like, we got to foster more romance. (laughs) We're we're paying for our wars. (laughs) (laughs) Valentines. (laughs) (laughs) Baron Love and War. Okay. So, yes, the postage stamp made it a big deal. And of course, that as soon as there's money to be made, Valentine's Day came over to the U.S. in a big way because there was yes. money to be made. Yes. <laughs> we should do this better. Uh-huh. Yes. Cards, candy, flowers, romance, all of it. Yes. Commercial opportunity, Hallmark. Yep. And there we go. But it also has spread to the rest of the world. I was really surprised to find out how many countries celebrate some version of Valentine's Day. Hmm. Like I thought it was a pretty limited thing, but no. Yeah. Wherever the British Empire or American <laughs> culture. Well, that's no. most of the world. <laughs> has, yeah. has touched. There is, there is uh, Valentine's Day or some version thereof. Huh. Huh. So we're going to spend a next, the next few questions looking at how Valentine's Day is observed outside of the U.S. and Western Europe. Okay. First up, there is one country in which Valentine's Day really isn't celebrated. Like, it can be celebrated. It's legal, but people just aren't interested. Can you name what country that is? Hint, they're usually too busy with something else. China. Nope. Lunar New Year. 
I don't know. That's my that's my you guess. Gotta, you're on the right track, though. Japan? Japan celebrates Valentine's What's our conflict yeah. this year? And that will give you a clue. Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Like a Catholic country? Good guess. <laughs> There's still a lot of those. We're <laughs> All right. You give up? Yeah. It's Brazil. Oh, because that was in my carnival. Carnival. Oh, can fall anywhere from oh. early February to early March. Okay. Yeah, that would definitely yeah. trump Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, yes, they the choice that we're making this year, they get to make every year and every year they choose carnival. Mm. Yeah, well, if I were in Brazil, no, I no, no, this year they could actually celebrate it because I carnival guess so. is over. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then you're it's in Lent. Rare. Yeah. Okay. okay. Moving <laughs> moving to the yeah. other side of the globe. Mm-hmm. Sometimes okay. Things get lost in translation. Oh, no. In Japan, for example, due to a translation error during an early marketing campaign, Valentine's Day has become a day on which women give chocolates yes. to men. Yes. <laughs> in particularly, in, yes, in particular, office ladies give chocolate to their co-workers. Erin, yes. <laughs> would you like to comment on this at all since you lived in Japan? I'll tell you this much. The counterpart that eventually came along meant women get only white chocolate. The worst of all the chocolates. Men get the good chocolates and women get white chocolate later. Why? just wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A similar custom exists in South Korea where, Mm. yes, same thing. Women give chocolate to men on February 14th. And in South Korea, it's non-chocolate candy to women on March 14th, which is white day. Yeah, white. But white chocolate apparently would count. Dumb. But in South Korea, this is followed on April 14th by Black Day. And so here's your question. What is Black Day? Licorice? (laughs) (laughs) So we've got women giving chocolate to men, men giving not chocolate to women. What's left? Children getting coal? (laughs) (laughs) I love that answer. The the real answer is actually actually just as fun. <laughs> Black is the color of loneliness, apparently. Oh no. Mm. It says this and this is from Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. Those who do not receive anything on February 14th or March 14th go to a restaurant and eat black noodles and lament their single life. Oh. That's so sad. Erin, <laughs> you're nodding your head. It does have a similar one. It's not called Black Day, but yeah, they do have a they do have a similar one. Yeah. Huh. Wait, what are black noodles? Like squid ink. They're colored with squid ink. Really? They make your teeth look just dreadful while you're huh. So it's like the worst thing to eat on a date. Fascinating. Well, <laughs> won't be a problem. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's so sad. <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. All right. We need to move on. Okay. <laughs> Question 10. While Valentine's Day as a celebration of romantic love has been adopted in some form or another by many nations, there are countries in which it's not only frowned upon or ignored, but also in which it has actually been declared illegal. Mm, I've wow. got five on my list. Can you name one country? in which Valentine's Day either is or has recently been illegal. Afghanistan. Oh. That's my guess. It's not 
formally <laughs> illegal there. Yeah. Okay. It okay. is it is a it is definitely frowned upon by the Iran? Taliban. Iran is one. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to be happy about that. Iraq? Nope. Oh. Okay. You already got one. You guys win. Oh, okay. but I want to guess all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Keep going a little bit. I'll give you a couple more guesses. Are we in the right? Oh, like, yeah. Leave this part of the world at all for yeah. any of them. Yeah, they're all Muslim nations. Oh. Okay, so Pakistan. Oh, yeah. Pakistan. Yep. Uzbekistan. Yes. Oh. Tajikistan. Nope. Okay. Mm, what else is... Oh, Syria. No. Oh. No. Okay. Huh. UAE. No, but close. Mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia. Oh, Saudi sorry. Arabia. All right, you got four out of five. You're not going to get the last hey, one. I'll okay. just give it oh. to you. Yeah. Malaysia. Oh, Malaysia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Muslim nation. Yep, yep, it is. Okay. So in Iran, Valentine's Day celebration was banned in 2010. The government said it is a decadent celebration of love meant to champion Western culture and illegitimate relationships. I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> they're not wrong. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, similar reasoning. I think one country said this is explicitly this is a Christian holiday and therefore not suitable for Muslims. Mm. Oh, okay. But yes, generally it is a cultural import and encourages extramarital romance. So no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. But yes, I would not have thought that Valentine's Day was illegal, but it is in some places. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Let's go over to India. Okay. Because in India, Valentine's Day is legal, but the relationship with Valentine's Day is complex. Mm. Oh. So we've got a country that is has a strong connection to, to Great Britain. And yes. if you've ever watched a Bollywood movie, you know there's some romantic sensibility mm-hmm. there. Oh, yeah. So it's not surprising that Valentine's Day is kind of a popular thing. But it's also a nation noted for traditional morality and a massive discomfort with public displays of affection. Mm. So it's also not surprising that religious leaders and traditionally minded folks have had a hard time accepting Valentine's Day as a legitimate holiday. Mm-hmm. However, rather than ban the holiday altogether, some of these folks have tried instead to create alternate holidays on the same day to distract people from it. Okay. If you're so busy celebrating this holiday, you won't want to observe Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Let's take what Brazil's doing and move it over here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to play two truths and a lie. No. Instead of two lies and a truth. Okay. <laughs> can you name the one of I'm going to name three holidays and can you name the one that is not a legitimate Valentine's Day substitute in India okay. oh boy okay. okay first up we have parents worship day a day on which you worship your parents okay hmm. second up we have cow hug day a day in which you hug a cow okay and Third up, we have Hide Love Day, a day on which you completely eliminate any sort of public romance. This yeah. is um, two, two truths, truths and, a and a lie. Okay, so one of two them, of them are true. One like, of them is a lie. The government has not been successful. Oh no, these are not government. These, oh. are, these are private citizens these starting just, new oh, holidays. Are, okay, the high, grassroots. Like- I'm going with Hug a Cow Day myself. Hmm. That's what I'm choosing. I'm gonna go with worship your parents' day. I got you again. Oh my goodness! It was Hyde Love Day was the false one. (laughs) All right, let's talk about these one by one. 
So Parents Worship Day, known as Matri Pitri Pujan Diwas, was started by Azaram Bapu in 2007 as an alternative to Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. where, you know, you were supporting the traditional Hindu value of reverence for your parents. Honor yeah. your parents. Great. Yeah. If you want to love something, love your parents. Yeah. And this has been adopted in a couple of different areas in India, although this particular gentleman who started this holiday has since been, well, the equivalent of defrocked for bad behavior. Oh. But the holiday he proposed is still, you know, there's a a mild interest in that. Did he, like, stop worshipping his parents? Is that Mm. bad behavior? You know, had he been honoring his father and mother, he probably wouldn't have done the things that got him in trouble. No, that is not it. Yes. Okay. But anyway, this is not about him. This is about a cool idea for an alternate holiday. Okay. Parents Worship Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other one, Cow Hug Day. Yeah. Actually legitimate. Hmm. So this according, surprise me, though. <laughs> according to the Hindu in February 2023, so this is a very recent thing, the Animal Welfare Board of India appealed to Indians to celebrate February 14th as Cow Hug Day for emotional richness and to increase individual and collective happiness. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we all probably are aware that cows are considered sacred in Hindu tradition, but that, you know, I think religious adherence is just going down. Mm. And the idea of of bringing back this element Mm -hmm. was appealing to these people. So the move seems to have backfired, though, because I have a quote here saying, the move seems to have failed and later retracted after it prompted a rush of internet memes, cartoons, and jokes by TV hosts about the importance of consent. Oh, oh no! So it, they, these <laughs> okay. these memes sort of underlined the importance uh-huh. of getting the consent of a cow before you hug mm. the cow. Mm. Oh, oh no! <laughs> okay. So well, you know, it's a it's a media thing that has yeah. backfired. But yeah. the the point stands that due to some discomfort about Western romantic traditions in India that there has been a lot of ambivalence about mm-hmm. the holiday. Some mm-hmm. It hasn't all been, well, hearts and flowers. Yeah. And one interesting thing about this ambivalence towards Valentine's Day is that it really seems to be shared across all major religions in India. Hindus, Muslims, even Christians interesting. are kind of uncomfortable with this as a holiday import. Huh. Okay, so this brings us to the essay question portion <laughs> of our trivia challenge. Okay. Because I really wanted to put a big question in the middle of our trivia challenge. <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. Yep. So here's my question. Is Valentine's Day a Christian holiday? Now, some of the Muslim majority nations, as I mentioned earlier, they don't want it because of its Christian ties. Mm-hmm. They think it's a Christian holiday. Do we think it's a Christian holiday? And if so, how is it a Christian holiday? So I'll leave that with you. I've got some thoughts, too. I mean, I would say as our culture celebrates it, it is not a Christian holiday. It is a holiday celebrating romance. It just happens to have the name of a saint because of Chaucer. (laughs) (laughs) However, it is an actual saint day. Yeah. So if you celebrate St. Valentine's Day as remembering St. Valentine, then yeah. It would be a Christian day, but that isn't, I mean, that's, that would solely be in the church. That wouldn't be a cultural mm-hmm. celebration. So I suppose yeah. my answer is no, but also could be yes, but the yes doesn't actually answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good answer. Yeah. No, I would have to agree that 
I would be curious how we define what holiday is. Are All Saints Days holidays to an extent? I mean, All Saints Days are feast days, technically. Uh-huh. We don't celebrate all of them. Right. I don't know that I would call them holidays, though. I don't know. I'm going to say no, because I don't think it subserved in any way as a holiday. So I say no. Okay. So we have a no, but yeah, but maybe. And we have a no. Mm-hmm. Which means you, know, you have to make your case for yes. I, I have to? Yep. <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> okay. Well, here's my case for yes. Mm-hmm. It's listed in the commemorations in the church here in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod in our hymnal. Because it's a saint day. <laughs> but not all saint days are mentioned there. Right. But it's still a saint day. It's one of those that was singled out, like St. Lucia, whom we talked about mm-hmm. before Christmas. But this is one of the ones that made our cut. I wonder if it's to push back against the fact that a non-Christian holiday falls on a saint day. And so everyone calls it St. Valentine's Day and the church is like, hey, guess what? This is actually a saint day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'd be fascinating to ask someone who yeah, was involved like in know so little about editing that list. Well, that's like the, the martyring. Why, why would we choose this one to commemorate when we know so little about it? Indeed, it feels like we're just trying to we're trying to do an India and pull Put it our back. stake in the ground. Uh, <laughs> away from the you know commercialized secular version and but i mean i suppose that's not a terrible reason though if a day is named after a saint and the church is like hey guys this isn't actually (laughs) yeah it's named after saint valentine but saint valentine has nothing to do with it i don't know (laughs) is this just a way of reclaiming poor saint valentine's legacy hashtag reclaim saint valentine (laughs) but it's it's funny how i'd never thought about it Mm mm-hmm I knew that Valentine was a saint. I knew that Valentine's Day was a holiday, mm-hmm. but I never thought about whether it was a Christian holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But so what it was. Would be, what would be your? What would have been your answer if I hadn't forced you to to make the case for yes? <laughs> would you have gone with yes? Would you have worked your way to that point, or were you were you leaning more towards? Hmm. I think I was leaning more no. towards no. Mm-hmm. Because reading about the moral qualms that some other countries have about it did make me wonder. Mm-hmm. I mean, we certainly as Christians celebrate married love and faithfulness. And we celebrate faithful singleness. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that the dating scene, which is what Valentine's Day is mostly about, mm-hmm. falls within either of those categories very neatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and then I also have my own baggage here because... My husband and I have been married for over 20 years and dated for like four years before that. And we've never celebrated Valentine's. Yeah, we haven't either. Luther is like morally opposed to celebrating Valentine's. Well, we just have never, we've never had the interest or the time or the disposable income. Okay. To do it. And I've never missed it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I, I guess I would be interested in celebrating it as a Christian holiday. But I guess I'm I, I don't have as much interest in celebrating it as a secular holiday. <laughs> All right, next because year we have to do a bar- party pilling committee for your St. Valentine's Day Saint Day party. <laughs> love it. But I mean, if you are in a loving, committed marriage relationship or a relationship that is leading to marriage, every day can be Valentine's Day. You don't need a special day. That's my two cents. So that's what I would have answered. Mm. I never thought about it, but now that I think about it, I wonder. And I don't have a good answer, but oh well. I guess a good essay is just about <laughs> picking a side and yeah. finding some evidence to support it. 
Okay, we need to get back out of the essay questions where we could live all day mm. and round the home stretch on this trivia challenge. Okay. So we, all of us, agree that, wait, did we agree on anything? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Yes. Well, what, so. do, what do the people around us think? And we'll look at two metrics to decide this. During the Victorian era, Valentine's Day was on the rise. Is it now? Oh. Question 13. True or false? Spending for Valentine's Day is gradually going down. True. Hang on. Let me think a moment. I did not think. I just answered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say true also. This is actually false. Ah, disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Between 2010 and 2017, spending for Valentine's Day went from $108 per person to $136 per person. I believe what? these data were from the United States. Wow. That's a lot of money. And considering that I spent I zero per person. Exactly. I mean, some people are really going I also spent zero. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So it's a it's a major economic yeah. thing. Flowers, chocolates, yeah. fancy dinner. That adds up. Right. Mm-hmm. Jewelry. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll turn this around. Another question. True or false? The percentage of people who celebrate Valentine's Day is going down. True. I feel like this is a trick question. I'm going with true on that one. Yeah, true. It is true. <laughs> According to the National Retail Federation, the percentage of people who celebrate Valentine's Day had declined steadily in the decade before 2019. So there's fewer so, people yeah. spending more. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That seems to be. And again, I never, I, I, this was not a deep dive into. Yeah statistical data this yeah. is what i can yeah. scratch easily off the surface but it does feel right their survey results found three primary reasons over commercialization of the holiday mm. not having a valentine to spend money on mm. and just not being interested in celebrating it mm. yeah and since two out of three of those are my reason for not celebrating it <laughs> <laughs> seems legit yep mm -hmm. But yes, the de the decline in committed romantic relationships and also the running out of patience of people for things that are just so obviously commercial cash grabs. Yeah. is really seems to be causing a sharp decline in interest in the holiday. So it'll be interesting to see what the future holds for Chaucer's little <laughs> holiday that he cooked up for us. Chaucer. <laughs> I did find it interesting to, and I, I've heard of, I'm sure you've heard of Galentine's Day before. Oh, yeah. Where the girls get together. My One of my teenagers referenced Palentine's Aww. Day, where I, you know, I, I don't have, I'm too young to date, but I can have a designated pal and time. Oh, Which I thought was an interesting little twist on it. Celebrate friendship. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I don't know, at that age, like I was just giving. I was having yeah. anxiety about. Who I was going to give all my Valentines to. I know. And like carefully picking the cards yeah. that yep. would yep. have the least suggestive messages for the people <laughs> that you were most afraid would get the wrong idea. Uh -huh. Yep. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Carefully selecting the one for the boy I had a crush yeah. on in like second grade. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. <laughs> Delayed onset angst. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> this has turned into therapy. <laughs> That's oh, all right. We got one more question. Okay. We'll call it short answer. So the date is on our calendar. It's in our hymnal. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. People celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And some people celebrate it not in the best way. How can we faithfully and appropriately celebrate St. Valentine, martyr of the church? (laughs) And apologies in advance, while you guys are thinking of this, to those who celebrate Valentine's Day with your beloved every year and find it a really meaningful opportunity to show your love for one another. I realize that my experience is not everyone's experience. And I'm really grateful for that experience as well, that you can use it as any opportunity to show love is a good thing. Mm -hmm. This is not a short answer question. (laughs) I'll tell you how I will celebrate it. How will you celebrate it, Aaron? I am going to go to church. Same! Same! (laughs) I will get ashes on my forehead. (laughs) John, yes. John Ashes. I feel fairly confident. This is somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but honestly, it's true that at least for the chapel service that I attend on Ash Wednesday, that there will be a, I don't know, collect of some sort giving thanks in remembrance of St. Valentine. Mm-hmm. And I will be there praying that with the whole body that is there. That is how I will be celebrating it. I think that's fantastic. (laughs) I think St. Valentine would approve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I will add to that, that I will definitely be wearing my heart socks that Mm. day that say Mm -hmm. je Mm t'aime. So that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like low key celebrate. Mm -hmm. I think you have a point, though, that people who do love to celebrate, I mean, this can be a a real chance to have a, like, celebration of marriage for, like, if you have kids. Yeah. Wealthy marriage looks like, guys, Mm -hmm. because we need more. Well, and there are, there are some churches that offer an optional right of renewal of marriage vows on Valentine's Day, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Apparently, in 2016, in addition to this, the Catholic bishops of England and Wales established a novena prayer, quote, to support single people seeking a spouse ahead of St. Valentine's Day. And so this this sort of filled my mind with ideas. And obviously, the best way to honor St. Valentine's legacy is to cling to Christ. Yep. Confess our faith boldly, uh-huh. be willing to follow his example and die if need be. Mm-hmm. But tell about Jesus. This is how we honor St. Valentine. But even if we take Chaucer's romantic spin, there are ways, I think, to honor the day, to celebrate and offer encouragement to married people and those who are preparing for marriage, mm-hmm. wherever they are in that journey. I think we also need to celebrate and encourage single people for whom Valentine's Day can be a really lonely experience. Mm-hmm. I think praying for godly spouses and godly marriages is an excellent thing to do on the day to remember, okay, it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to pray for this. And I I know that because we get these requests in our group all the time that there is a real ache in a lot of people to find a loving marriage relationship that Mm -hmm. feels out of reach for them. And so maybe Valentine's Day is a time to pray for that. Not everyone wants it. Not everyone needs it. But those who want it and can't have it, it hurts. So pray. That's how I would do it, I guess. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
that's all I got. You guys did great. Aaron, that postage stamp question, my mind has <laughs> been blown. In Serbia. <laughs> the greatest hits. Aaron wins with postage stamp. <laughs> 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 oh well, goodness happy valentine's day let's all go pray for marriage and get our ashes <laughs> and it'll be good Sounds good ladies we want to know what you do for valentine's day in in a year when it's not also on hash wednesday maybe <laughs> we want to know if you celebrate it if you don't celebrate it if you celebrate it as a feast day or as a holiday if it's your favorite thing in the world or you totally avoid it we want to know all of those things you can tell us in our facebook group the lutheran ladies lounge on facebook you can also comment on this episode post or everything else we'll post on our instagram page in the next week at lutheran ladies lounge on instagram you can find all of the rest of our episodes at kfuo.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge or on the KFUO radio app or on your favorite podcasting app. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter in the show notes for this episode or you can send us an email lutheranladies at kfuo.org. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Rachel. Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us, too. If you love the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, consider financially supporting our producer, KFUO Radio, so we can keep doing what we do. Find out how at kfuo.org slash give.